Hello everyone, my name is Eddie Tepper. Welcome to Music Madness. We talk about music, how music is made, what music does, why it is the way it is. We love music. In this episode, we will shed a light on how music plays a massive role in the atmosphere and energy in a bar. We interviewed Tyler Baumgart about how he got into music and why he became a DJ. We talk about his love for music that we share and what genres he is into. There is so much more that goes into music being played than you might think. Now, the interview with Tyler Baumgart. Hello everyone, I'm Eddie Tepper and I'm here with Tyler Baumgart, Standards Chairman for our fraternity and a local DJ for the sports column. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Addy. How are you doing, man? I'm doing solid, man. And I also have here Joey Davison, fellow music enthusiast and a friend of me and Tyler's. How are you doing? What's well, good? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right, so let me just start off, Tyler. How did you get into music in the first place? Um, Some of my earliest memories include dancing around at Aerosmith and Led Zeppelin in my basement with whatever my dad had me doing, you know, and run around, mess around, like, you know, father-son activities before your brain's developed sort of thing, knee hockey and whatnot. Uh, I also some have some of my uh, memories, which are the farthest back, where me and my uncle playing my guitar in my basement, same thing. So I've always been accustomed to the man cave, nitty-gritty, like, music grind sort of ideals. I got into actual mixing uh, in like sixth grade, it was all on my iPad and on my family's computer. Uh, had big dreams with it and kind of realized like, ah, like this is kind of like an adult sort of uh, lifestyle I'm chasing regarding DJing and all these types of artists I listen to. So I kind of like pushed it off, fell into the copy and paste crowd, rap music, just, uh, you know, Went along with it, I suppose. I still love rap music, but uh, uh, now I'm here at a university, a Big Ten university, Go Hawks, and, uh, you know, everywhere you look, left and right, every bar's got a, a DJ at least a night a week or so. So I decided to make a couple investments before my change ran short, my first semester of college, and it paid off. Ended up getting a job at Spoco after gigging around, and yeah, I've been there since doing what I can, formals here and there, hoping to, you know, release some original music soon. So it's been a good time. That's so cool. Um, so with the inspiration of, you said Aerosmith, is is that like a inspiration that you use when DJing or no? Or what, what kind of influence does that have on a daily basis, DJing for a bar? Uh, first of all, I still bump Aerosmith. Uh, great yeah. band, if you ask Love me. Them. Yeah, right. Um, but mainly, I guess, thinking back about it, wow, uh, it kind of got like a unique, wild, like, theme to their music, if you will, and I like to keep it spunky as I can without crossing the line, so I guess that, in turn, has influenced my DJing a little bit, for sure. So, you said you got into DJing later on, um, uh, I just want to know, like, when, when did you start? 
DJing. My like actual career, if you want to put it that way, started when I was uh, a 19 year old freshman in college. And what are you now? A 20 year old sophomore in college. So I, yeah, I you, fuck, yeah. you put it that way. Like I'm just getting started. Yeah. There's so many great things to come. Yeah, I hope so, man. And so being a DJ and having a bunch of different music tastes that you love, coming from Aerosmith, rock, uh, rap, and I'm guessing a little bit of uh, EDM, house, knowing you, that's what you like to you know listen to. Sure. What different perspectives can you bring on music at the bar? Um, and what type of perspectives can you bring with certain genres of music? Yeah, so I think the number one thing, if you're going to be a DJ, is uh, putting your bias completely behind you. It's something I've had to learn the hard way, but luckily I realized that early on. I've seen a lot of people claim to be DJs, try to be DJs, and they play their favorite music, when in reality you have to play what the people want to hear it is your job to read the room and uh you know connect with everyone um you know iowa city is going to be a lot different than someone who goes to oh hell like usc out west like they're listening to a whole different mix of stuff uh but iowa city it's a little more basic like you gotta put your country down you gotta put down your pop hits like everyone around here like prefers uh you know more basic top 40 type hits but i still expound upon that quite a bit like people like rap like that's what's popular right now um additionally house music you mentioned which like personal favorite i try to throw it in whenever possible <laughs> yeah but no that's becoming more mainstream now so a little bit of this a little bit of that always relying on classic rock it's just the type of bar i'm at like you can play something yeah. like heavy people won't mind um but yeah that's really what's popular now i feel like rap is was the main sort of stream pop genre for a while now and, and now it's getting kind of more broad so it's actually getting more difficult if you ask me but i enjoy the challenge so you, yeah. you mentioned you mentioned it's getting broad and specifically rap is that what you said Oh, uh, no, just like across the board, really, like people okay. are more people are listening to like more different types of music because, you know, a streaming platform is the standard now. So that's kind of just like allowed people to have more access, if you will. Yeah. And so there's like you said, there's a bunch of different genres and stuff. Um, So you, you said EDM house is kind of on the come up. Does yeah. that affect like, let's say you start off. What time do you start your shift normally? Uh, 10 p.m. 10 p.m. And it usually ends around like 2? 2, 2 a.m. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how does that correlate with the timing of music? Like, do you start off with a specific genre and get into different genres? Or how does that work when it comes to the length of what you play? And Yeah, sure. So you want to start with like the basic like rap songs everyone knows from the past five years alongside uh, top 40 type of things. Uh you know, keep it calm, play some country, maybe a couple rock hits here and there. Like, you know, people are just getting started. It's funny, like, it's really contingent around, like, the drinking culture. Like, people aren't drunk yet. Really, like, that's what my manager will say. So you got to keep it low-key. Save the heavy hitters for later. 11 uh, rolls around. You start throwing in some uh, some more groovy types of rap songs. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I don't know, like, Drake just dropped, like, a house album. Like, that sort of thing is a good example. Uh, by the time you're reaching like 11, 30, 11, 45, midnight, 
uh, that's when you can start throwing in those like mainstream house hits, you know, like, I got what's like a, a pretty good example, like, like remixes. Yeah, that that's like, yeah, I was gonna that. say like the artist Fred again. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's perfect. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Fred again has been prevalent lately. He did like baby again. Like, uh, what was the other one? Turn on the lights Turn again. On the lights. Yeah. yeah. That's the big one that he's been, he's been bumping recently and he's also coming to Lala. I'll yeah. There. I'm excited. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there as well. Hell yeah. Um, Joey, will you be there? I will be at Lollapalooza. I'm extremely excited. I'm seeing like, I think this is the first time that like, I'm seeing a lot of different artists with different genres at Lollapalooza. Usually I'm sure to see rap artists, but I'm seeing like the Sacred Souls. I'm really excited to see them. They're like a, a soul group. And like, I'm seeing like Mavi, like that's a totally different type of like rap. And then I'll see like Kendrick Labar. So it's just like totally different. The spectrum of music, like I'll be seeing everything that day. And the Chili Peppers, like they'll be everything this year. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, I do have to say like, for those of you who don't know, Lollapalooza is a music festival in downtown Chicago. It's really big. A lot of people from Chicago go there. And I'd say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'd say recently um, they've been venturing out in genres of artists. And um, I feel like that definitely has a play in bar scenes because, yeah, you know, that's where a lot of people are going and that's the music they're enjoying. So, yeah, um, to kind of switch gears a little bit for people who are starting up and who want to become a DJ what is something they could do or how do they get started or what kind of equipment do they need or what what is something they could do to start this process i would say youtube it that's the answer to anything but also you're going to want to download software on your computer first you need a computer in this day and age like you know no matter if you're doing vinyl or tape which no one actually is you still probably need a computer if you want like non-outdated equipment um get to know your software it's much more vast it's getting more complex every single day you know ai is coming around like you really got to know your software so before you go buy anything like it's worth like getting to know basic functions within the software too like you know eq mixing like the crossfader uh you know speed knobs your discs etc etc um if you don't know what you're getting yourself into you might have it backwards some people get djs really confused with producing which like you know i heard it one way once and i thought it was described pretty well like djing is a really great bridge into producing but it's not at all the same thing um so yeah i would say like get, get to know what you're getting into because people get a little too big for their bridges sometimes yeah um i feel like you brought a great perspective on that and how different crowds you know enjoy different things um and that's how i kind of want to push this into a different direction and how can someone get started in the sense of what music to play and sure yeah elaborate i guess um you know that's just having a head screwed tight on your shoulders really experience yeah being able to like analyze people like being a people person like oh yeah i was going to talk about that earlier i think i got carried away in some other this is huge yeah or no, I did touch on that. If you're in Iowa City, that's a lot different than San Francisco. You know what I mean? Like, get to know what people around you like. We're in a college town. They want to hear college hits, like, alongside top 40 hits. Just because we're in the boring Midwest, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Yeah. Um, you know, I think really you should mix or produce or whatever you want to do. Pardon me. 
music wise with like what you prefer. But at the end of the day, you have to realize that what you prefer might not make you money. Quite frankly, yeah. like it is no, what it is. You guys, yeah. I think uh, some of the best advice I ever got um, from coach, even the best coach I ever had, Coach Jablonski. Uh, yeah, that's the boy, eighth grade lacrosse. Um, he had a lot of good advice, but one of the ones that hit home was that you should be ready to answer someone and tell them I am equipped for any position. That didn't just mean lacrosse. He was referring to the real world too. Like a boss doesn't want to hear, well, I'm only trying to do this or that. Like there's plenty of spots to fill in every department. If you can show that you're diverse in your abilities, like that's going to go a long way. So I think it's just valuable to like grasp that concept and understand like, you know, I think XXX Tentacion is a great example. He started off with like radical ass music that really just like it, shook people, like yeah. made people angry. And then, you know, it's unfortunate that he passed away so soon because it was right as he was getting into like the type of music he liked to make. And it was exactly. quite obvious because the quality spiked, if you ask me. Yeah. And so speaking of X, uh, as some people call him, making music about something you love. And you also mentioned earlier about how people get mixed um, opinions or mixed, uh, they get mixed up with producing and DJing. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to lead that into do you make music at all? Do you produce at all? Is there anything you like to make on your own? Yeah, so exactly what I was just getting at. Um, I make all types of music, whether it's like horrorcore, like death metal, like screaming into the <laughs> shit, or if it's yeah. just like house or like a minimalist, <laughs> like rap beat, like spitting out some shit. Uh, me and all the boys, like, I know you know, like we just love making whatever we're down to make that night. And really, I just got started on that. So... I've considered implementing some more structure with that, you know, been working on it, but it's hard. Like uh, learning an entire DAW is very difficult, especially Logic Pro. It's very complex. So it's going to take some time, honestly. Like I just got to bite the bullet and keep watching YouTube videos like or get a teacher, but I'm broke. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's something all of us college students can relate to. Yeah. Um, so making music uh, kind of gives you a different insight on, what songs and what kind of production go into a good song for the bars, um, for sports columns specifically, what makes a good song to play? And what, what are factors that play into it? Um, again, number one, it's corny, but it's reality. Um, songs people want to drink to, yeah. like it's a bar, mm -hmm. um, first and foremost. Second of all, upbeat and angry is always good. Like people want to go out to that type of bar and have a really good time. They don't want to sit at the table and drink beers. They want to hit the punching bag and go to the Papa shot and take shots, that type of place. Exactly. Um, so kind of diving into a different lane, you said you want to play music that people want to drink to and people, music that people want to get hyped to or, you know, have good vibes, maybe get a good feeling. Um, and there's a bunch of music that is not out there that people don't know, but it does give you that good feeling, such as like some underground music. Um, so is there anything that you would like to comment about, about underground music that people don't know? Um, is there a different insight you can bring to the table that like, is this good at the bars? Yeah, I mean, I play songs under 100 likes all the time from SoundCloud. So it's not, it's less about popularity, more about like, 
the type of song, really. Like, if it gets people to dance and gets people to be like, what's this song? Like, it's a good underground song, I would say. Underground music is part of the mainstream at the end of the day. Like, if you're this or that, like, you know, people like to, like, label shit. Like, oh, like, I listen to the most underground shit. Like, bro, if you're saying that, you probably don't. I'm going to be honest. Like, <laughs> like, what's really underground is just, like, supporting your local businesses, a.k.a. your smaller artists. Like, that's the way I see it. Like, everything is the mainstream. Like, it's just up to the artist to make it, like, more pop style or not. Yeah. And, Joey, could... Could you possibly bring some different insight about underground music and how people, you know, gravitate towards certain vibes music and how can this underground music, you know, take over or bring a shed a different light on the music in general? Yeah, I think now more than ever, at least with my life, uh, listening to underground music, like people try to go for that, like people nowadays are like oh that song's too popular or a new album will come out and the most popular song people won't listen to it anymore because it's too popular and that's where people think it's really cool and i i definitely fall into that pool where i enjoy listening to music where i'm like oh i just found this new guy or no one really knows who this is and i enjoy like telling all my friends about it and whatnot so i think this is like the best time for underground music it was just like technology evolving more people listen to music than ever with like things like tiktok you could be an artist and you could have 60 followers and you could make one song and it could blow up and you have a deal and whatnot so i think underground is the best it's ever going to be right now and it's so much different than it ever will be because there's so many different ways you could blow up out of thin air you could be living in your mom's basement working a job and the next week you could be having a song on the charts and that's just how like the trend is with music and i really love that because i've been put on to so many new artists in the past year of my life more than all my other years combined i almost feel like just it's so easy to find that music and underground is the most prevalent i think it's ever been preach yeah um and specifically talking about underground music um music that's not listened to that much would that have a play in going out to this is by the way this is to both of you guys if either one of you want to answer does this come into play when playing music such as you know going to the bars versus like chilling in a room in your in your friend's house or what what does that have an effect like would you specifically play underground music more when you're just hanging out with friends versus during the bars yeah, I think Joey definitely spoke to that. Like, half the fun with, like, no one knowing a song and showing your friends. So, it's definitely easier to, like, you know, read a room. Like, I was getting at earlier in the sense that, like, oh, like, these are my friends. Like, they'll support me no matter what I play. They might not like it, but it doesn't matter. I'm not getting paid. So, I think that's definitely a more appropriate setting. But, like I said, like, if you're feeling confident and you think you got to you know, a lesser-known song that you can play on the job as a DJ, for example, go for it, man. If it gets people to dance, it gets people to dance. That's the goal. So how does music you like to listen to correlate with the music you play? I know you touched on it a little bit, but is there any light you can shed on that hasn't been talked about yet? Yeah, so I, I, didn't, I didn't dive too deep into it, but I love me some house music, like everything 
kind of revolves around like the basics of you know i'm not really well versed in uh oh my god like classical like sort of like training for like music you know like but like house takes that at such like a basic level i'm fascinated by it four by four to the floor baby but uh i try to incorporate hell of that um as much as i can like whether like like you said whether it's remixes or like uh just like original like house tracks but like that does just like kind of work for the bar so i kind of like latch onto that as i'm more well versed in that area like there can be a rap song that has a house remix or there's like you know a pop song that's a house remix they even hell they even got country house remixes like jesus like <laughs> it's like so prevalent right now like you see an apple commercials got house music like i swear to god it's everywhere like it's yeah. definitely worth like exploring that avenue especially for like you know what i was getting at earlier it needs to be angry it needs to be like upbeat and like a house track will never fail to do you that so i definitely lean on that heavily but i also lean on my like uh knowledge regarding rap culture rap game because like you can get the people going with that yeah i totally agree and i also want to ask a question about like so you also mentioned earlier about reading the room and observing people how does that come into play like when you're up on the stage and you're seeing people what is the reaction you're looking for and what's a reaction you don't want to see? Um, you know, you're looking for people to start moving. Like I was saying, you know, sometimes you'll get, you get frat guys down in the bar who will be like, <laughs> yeah. like, make that face like, oh, dude, fuck, like this song. Like, that's a good reaction, yeah. as cringe as it is. Or like, I don't know, if a girl like makes a face or like throws a move, like that's cool. Or like anyone really, if anyone shows excitement through their facial expressions through the way they start dancing moving like that's the best compliment really you know people start singing that's a cool one if it's a really like you know that's the, that's the one thing about mainstream mainstream like if everyone knows the song it's cool to hear everyone like in harmony like that's the coolest shit yeah. dj i swear i'm to God. sure yeah i especially like for me making music when i have friends that you know sing along to my songs you know that that's the greatest feeling in the world no yeah that's definitely cold bro yeah um so that kind of wraps up this interview. Is there anything you would like to shout out or you would like to shed a light on? Yeah. I mean, shout out sports column. That's family. Um, yeah. Everyone like there is so cool. Like for real, like everyone does their job to the best of their ability. Like for real. Uh, shout out the fraternity. I know you mentioned earlier, like boys got my bag. We all love making music. Like it's really productive organization we got going on here i love what it brings for us especially in that regard and damn closing remarks never had a crazy interview like this i would say go listen to some music today it'll make you happier i guarantee it yeah yeah i would say like a last note uh this year specifically i feel like i've always had a very broad music sense but i encourage anyone like find an artist of a genre find a genre and just like dive into it like this year i've been really getting into like soul music uh classical music more like extreme rock and like my music intake is at its peak and i love it so much and i love just listening to so much new music every single day and i just encourage like you two in this room and anyone listening just like branch out like it's really fun like i think one of the best things one of like the best pleasures is finding an artist and being able to just like dive into their whole catalog and find a whole new thing of music so i think just branch out as much as you can yeah i totally agree personally myself 
there's no greater feeling than finding an artist and putting people on, making people happy, seeing the smiles on their face. And I just think music is such a great outlet for people. And it would be stupid not to take advantage of that. And yeah. Thank you guys for a great interview. Did you guys have a good time? Yeah, yeah. always, man. Yeah. It's usually a pleasure. No problem, yeah. man. Don't worry about it. I do this most nights of the week anyway. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is an average night. Uh, well, thank you guys again. Have a good rest of your night. Yeah, thank you too. Thank man. you. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in to my first episode. Make sure to comment any suggestions you have for me. Hit the like and subscribe. My socials are Eddie Tepper. My Apple Music and Spotify is also Eddie Tepper. See you next time on Music Madness.